Hey guys, welcome back to Pop Culture Blast. I'm your host, Danny. I probably shouldn't start it out by saying, oh, it's been a while because I do that every time, but we are back on schedule, guys, and I'm so excited. I hope everyone's doing well. I haven't really been doing the greatest. I, yeah, as my um, advisor said, you don't need my life story, but we're just gonna do it anyway. Um, I'm currently going through a breakup right now and there's been a lot of emotions and staying up till 1am bawling my eyes out. I'm getting through it though and I'm trying to do stuff to keep me busy and not be in my head as much. Um, I promise I'm not sick. I might sound like it but I'm just congested because I was up till 1am crying. So, <clears throat> but anyways, like Dr. Nathan Wint once said, you don't need my life story. So we're just going to get to the episode. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we have some really, really touchy subjects today. And I want to make sure that I give out the warnings before and if for some reason I end up thinking of one on the way, I will say it before I start talking about it. I just don't want anyone to get too triggered or um, or anything like that. So, yeah, uh, we're going to be talking a lot about, like, uh, underage grooming and child pornography. And I'm not going to say that warning. It's a joke warning. But... I want to wait until <laughs> I get to that topic. So to kind of start things out, I was talking to my roommate about this the other night because I was sitting on my couch in my dorm and I was like, I don't know what to do for this episode. And I'm tired of these episodes I've had, I have to put together in a few hours, which is the beauty of a podcast because I can just talk and go on and on and on. But I was kind of bouncing some ideas off of her, and then out of nowhere, she yells, Balenciaga, and so that's going to be our first topic today, so Balenciaga is being canceled right now, um, and I had did a little bit of research. I didn't really hear about it because I'm very out of touch with the internet nowadays, Um so what happened was there was a photo shoot and it was little girls holding this teddy bear who it looks like it's dressed in bondage gear. And like I said, there's a lot going on with that. Um, and also, so the person who did this photography I'm totally gonna butcher this person's name and I'm so sorry it's a Gabrielle Gallimberti um he's an Italian documentary photographer and his work really focuses on like stories 
our things tell about ourselves, which is what it says in the New York Times. So it's good information. Um, But now this person had never shot a fashion campaign before. And, but this is when the pictures came in. It was, so basically in the photograph, it featured six children who were carrying around teddy bear handbags, which um, had first been seen in the, in Balenciaga's spring 2023 runaway show in Paris. So, and I'm going to kind of give a description on like what the bears looked like, but I'm pretty sure if you just do a quick Google search, you'll understand. Um, the fluffy bears, they had black eyes, fishnet tops, and leather harnesses. Wine glasses and other gift items were also displayed around them. And now after this campaign was posted online, everybody freaked out. Um, they had, in the New York Times, it, they have labeled it as bondage paraphernalia. I can never, I'm so sorry. I hope I pronounced that right. It's been a very, very long school year. And I'm just done reading at this point. So, excuse me. So five days later, um, after this was like released, um, and on November 21st, Balenciaga had released a very separate campaign, which was the 2023 guard robe advertising campaign. So, like, um, you know, social media people, especially those who are quote-unquote chronically online, had pointed out that when you zoom in the images of the campaign, um, there is paperwork from a Supreme, Supreme Court decision on child pornography laws used as a prop on the table. That is quite an odd prop. But that's also like a legal document. I don't, I don't know if that's illegal or not. But I mean, even then, like usually, like court stuff, like it's very open to the public. Like you can look up different court cases and all that jazz. But yeah, and so this case had examined whether laws banner banning the quote-unquote pandering promoting of child pornography had curtailed First Amendment freedom of speech rights. Now, I am a big, big believer in the First Amendment. I wanted to be a journalist for the longest time, and I remember doing that in high school and, like, being able to, like, write about stuff that I was interested in, and I can weigh in my opinion as well. So I'm a very, very big believer in the First Amendment, but with, like, you know, with the First Amendment, you can, like, say anything you want, and nobody's gonna arrest you or throw you in jail, but you're also not free from consequence. It's like when a celebrity comes out and says a slur. Now, they can say it, like, they won't get arrested, but they have to face the backlash of the internet as well. So that's a little confusing about that has to do with the First Amendment. But I don't know. I'm not a lawyer or I I don't do law. It's not really in my brain or anything. Um, So 
like I said, I will talk. I could talk more and more about how much the First Amendment means to me, but we'll do that later. So, <laughs> the uh, critics um, have included images from both campaigns in a way that suggests they are one and the same. So there was a Twitter user who had shared photos from the uh, the two different shoots. The one I had talked about, the one you know, with the child, and then the other one where there was a legal document used as a prop. Um, so this Twitter person said, the brand Balenciaga just did a, a interesting photo shoot for their new products recently, which included a very purposefully poorly hidden court document about virtual child porn, normal stuff. So along with this tweet and like many other people, um, there was accusations that Balenciaga was promoting a child pornography campaign and was glamorizing that violence against children. So, yeah. Um, so you might be thinking, well, how did Balenciaga like respond to this? Do they just sweep it under the rug or anything like that? So um, when they were receiving backlash on November 24th, um, the brand had apologized for that campaign and promised to remove the advertisements from its so social media channels. So they had said, or they had made a statement on their Instagram. And they said, quote, we sincerely apologize for any offense our holiday campaign may have caused. Our plush bear bag should not have been featured with children in this campaign. We have immediately removed the campaign from all platforms. Now, hours later, because, you know, they're like, oh, well, yeah, you apologize, but you didn't apologize for using that legal document. Um, so they had responded to and said, we apologize for displaying unsettling documents in our campaign. We take this matter very seriously and are taking legal action against the parties responsible for creating the set and including un unapproved items for our spring 23 campaign photo shoot. What happened to my voice? <laughs> I'm sorry. We strongly condemn abuse of children in any form. We stand for children's safety and well-being. So then... Um, then on November 25th, now it gets even more messier, guys. Balenciaga had filed papers in um, a New York court. Um, they had sla slapped a $25 million lawsuit against the production company North Six and Nicholas Desjardins, who designed the set for the guard robe campaign. So the document which is a summons with notice, had said the production company and the set designer were engaged in inexplicable... In I can't talk today, guys. I'm so sorry. Inexplicable acts and omissions that were malevolent or at the very least extraordinarily, extraordinarily reckless. <laughs> that was a mouthful. I promise. I did graduate high school and I was able to get into college. My brain is just gone today. So the brand had claimed that the documents were placed in the campaign photographs actually without their knowledge, and it had led to false associations between Balenciaga and ch child pornography. So that was a lot. <laughs> um, so then also they had responded to the whole um, legal documents and everything that were featured in the guard robe 
campaign. And apparently Balenciaga thought, or they were supposed to be fake office documents, quote unquote. They turned out to be real legal papers, most likely coming from the filming of a television drama. So Balenciaga, which had the images for months before the release, had called the inclusion of the Supreme Court page unapproved and the result of reckless negligence. It did say that word, right? That word is really hard for me. (laughs) So... And so basically, overall, um, they had apologized, and now they're pointing fingers. So the Des Des Jardins guy, his lawyer, had said there were currently was no malevolent scheme going on. So they, you know, Balenciaga representatives were on set during the shoot overseeing it and handling papers and other props and does jardins as a set designer it was not responsible for image selection from the shoot so yeah <laughs> so then of course like you know balenciaga is getting demolished right now so <laughs> there was a november 8th tw- uh, statement said that it took quote unquote quote Full accountability for our lack of oversight and control and could have done things differently. And then I know I was looking, I was like trying to like scroll uh, scroll through Twitter and, you know, everything else. Now, I don't use Twitter at all. I don't even know why I have it in the first place. But I know like I was trying to look up stuff there and I know somebody was trying to cancel Kim Kardashian because if you remember... Uh, I think it was the Met Gala. She was covered in a big black coat. I can't remember, but it like covered her face and everything. Um, I believe so. Yeah. So they um, dressed uh, Kim Kardashian in a head-to-toe black body stocking for the Met Gala. So... Yeah, <laughs> they had that. And then also, now they're full of controversy. Like, they're, I don't know. <laughs> so they had um, re- remade Ikea's 99-cent shopping bag as a luxury good, putting heels on Crocs. Who would do that? Now, I didn't have not read this paragraph. I promise I did my research, but I don't, I think I just skipped over this one. Um, they were selling destroyed sneakers for um and of course the Kim Kardashian thing and sending models who look like refugees down the runway carrying trash bags made of expensive leather so they're a mess I feel like like brands like this and the other ones like I think they are just very prone to controversy so so basically, that's what happened. Um, yeah, that was a lot. Okay. <clears throat> so that was very, very long. I ranted for 15 minutes. I am so sorry. Um, so the next topic we're going to get into is going to be really, really dark. Um and the, it was part of the trigger warnings, too, but I wanted to wait. But it was, like, jokingly, like, how I said that one time when I was talking about Top Gun, that, you know, oh, <laughs> warning, t- 
Tom Cruise is going to be mentioned in this because I don't like Tom Cruise. That Okay, so before we actually get into that, I do have a story about that. So I had to do this assignment for one of my classes, and we had to talk about like a court case that has impacted schools, and I picked Tinker v. Des Moines. So basically what happened was there were these two students. They wore like some armband around their arm and was uh, protesting the American involvement in Vietnam. And the schools hated it so much and that, you know, they were uncomfortable. They had suspended the kids. And, well, now, like, uh, the court had deemed that the school's actions were, quote-unquote, unconstitutional. So then I was kind of talking about that and... I had talked about how, you know, I'm, I've am i always been very outspoken. I was in newspaper when I was in high school, and I was a writer for that for, I think, almost two years. No, it was a little over a year. It was close to two years, though, and then I did end up leaving. But I've always been outspoken about that. And also, I was like, I have a podcast, too, and I talk about some hardcore stuff. And I was like, you know, I talked about the R. Kelly scandal, the Amber Heard's mental health during the trial with her and Johnny Depp. And I said, and Tom Cruise. Now, I was talking to one of my friends about it, and there's a guy in front of us. And he turns around. He's like, what did Tom Cruise do to you? (laughs) And, you know, I'm like, I don't know, man. He's crazy. (laughs) But I really liked Top Gun, so (laughs) it was pretty funny. Um. And then also, there was this really funny TikTok that reminded me of that. I'm so sorry I'm getting off topic, but I just want to get it out because it's so funny. So in this TikTok, this girl was talking about she was out and about, and then she really had to pee. So uh, she ended up going into the Scientology building, and apparently one of the followers uh, chased her down with a clipboard and was like, oh, are you, uh, you need to join. Like, you're going to join. And I think someone in the comments it's like, oh, imagine, you know, using the bathroom at, in the Scientology building and you walk out and Tom Cruise is standing there in front of you with a clipboard in his hands. <laughs> so, but Top Gun was still good. The new one. I haven't seen the old one. I, that's not the only thing I saw him in. He was okay in Mission Impossible too, but... I really did like Top Gun, so that's that. I still think that he is not a very good person, but I don't know. You never know. <clears throat> okay, now the next topic. Um, I probably just ruined all your guys' ears. I heard it in my headphones. I'm so sorry. Um, okay, the second topic, Danielle. The second topic... I'm going to be talking about a very well-known streamer. So you probably know who this guy is. He just had a face reveal, and I had talked about it. We're going to be talking about Dream. Now, the reason why I bring him up is because I know, like, every now and then when I check Twitter, it's always like, oh, Dream's canceled, Dream this, Dream that. And I was always so confused. And I'm because I had I have no clue who this guy is. I haven't watched anything of his. I didn't even watch the face reveal, but I know he got scrutinized for it, which I feel really bad about. But, <laughs> um, 
so uh, speaking of him, he has had a lot of scandals happen, which is very rare for YouTube now. And I feel like the last episode when I said there's nothing going on in the world right now, I totally lied about that. (laughs) So he has been in a lot of trouble recently. So, you know, starting out, he did say the Ensler during one of his games. And then I know there's like some kind of speed run thing he did and he cheated. I don't know. I thought that was really stupid. I'm like, well, how does it apply to you if he's cheating? Like, you're there to watch his content. You're not there to critique. So shut up. <laughs> so, yeah. So he he's done a lot. And then also some girls had came forward and said that they were groomed by him. So it's a very two-sided thing like it's like a he said she said situation so I don't know what really happened I don't think anyone knows and the only people that would know are dream and you know whoever accused him so I was you know doing my little research on Twitter now I'm gonna say Twitter is terrifying I had looked up (laughs) I think one of the hashtags I had to use a hashtag and I haven't done that in years So I'm like, I don't know what to write. And I think it was like dream is a freak or something was one of the hashtags. And then there was like porn on there. I know, like I had to delete so many of them. I'm like, I don't need, I don't want to watch this. I I don't need this right now. (laughs) And even then I was so uncomfortable. It's like I was scrolling and then all of a sudden, you know, there's a sexual act going on between two people I don't know. And I'm like, can I just (laughs) do my research? It is horrible. (laughs) And I am traumatized. But anyways, um, so there, there were a few girls that came out. So one of them was Anastasia. So she was 17 at the time. And so Anastasia's story. So I'll try to explain it the best I can because I'm still confused. So we're going to figure this out together. It's okay. So there was a burner account that was made on Twitter. And there were a bunch of screenshots from the text between Dream and Anastasia. And this had happened after he showed his face. So, and uh, there was another set of screenshots as well, and it kind of showed, like, the interactions they had. So, following that, there were some conversations on iMessage that were also shared. So, according to the text, Dream had invited Anastasia to his bedroom or kitchen. So, I have some of the screenshots here, but I don't know. My, I think I have really dry eyes, so my vision's not the best. Um, there was some of these text messages. I'm going to try finding one that is not really going to be triggering at all. Um, it's like, JK, JK, nah, you probably got the Rona. I'll see you after quarantine. Ha ha. 
You can get it for me, baby. Slurp that corona, yum, coronavirus. Oh, bet. Yum, dinner served. And then that made no sense to me. <laughs> now reading it out loud, I'm like, because, you know, like the way I perceive it, there's, you know, a bunch of emojis involved. So it's maybe in a joking manner, but I mean, if she came out and said, yeah, he had made me very uncomfortable, then, you know, we need to respect that as well. Um, there's another one. Uh, you can get in the kitchen or the bedroom. OMG, you're so welcome. Now this is dream texting. <laughs> I probably should have specified who was texting who, but it's fine. Um, and then the whoever, I think it was Anastasia, uh, said get bling ringed. Ha ha ha. Psych. Yes. Kitchen. Do you want a burnt quesadilla? WTF with multiple Fs. No, I want some five star stuff. <laughs> so I'm, I'm really confused <laughs> and I don't want to invalidate her. Um, sorry, my, I'm looking up this stuff on my MacBook because I have like a document where I put all the links and one of my keys is being really weird. So if you hear me slamming, it's just me getting mad at the keyboard. Um, <laughs> so, so a concluding set of screenshots, including Anastasia's statement on how she felt it was inappropriate for Dream to be quote unquote this close to her due to you know, the age gap and also the power dynamics because Dream is apparently very popular. I honestly had no clue who he was until the face reveal. I know people were like, oh, I'm Dream sexual and I'm so in love with him. I'm just like, who's Dream? <laughs> who's? I was so confused, but I'm so out of the loop with new YouTube. And I know he got really huge during the pandemic, I think. Or by the pandemic, I mean like the lockdown and all that. Okay. Um, so he had also responded to these accusations. So he claimed the accusations were, uh, he described them as inaccurate and Iranius? I've never heard of that word. <laughs> I promise I'm intelligent. I know it makes me sound like I'm dumb, but I'm not dumb, I promise. So then he had extended his thoughts to the actual, you know, victims of pedophilia and grooming and all of that. So, um, and also I learned something new. There's something called twit longer. Um, so, you know, like on Twitter, like your posts can't be, you know, super duper long. Like there's a character limit. Well, apparently with the twit longer, um, you can write like more or like as many characters as you want. I don't know if that was ever a thing. I don't know. Like I said, I think I'm getting old. I know I'm only 20, but I feel like I'm getting old. <laughs> so... <coughs> excuse me um 
He had said, it was just friendly conversation and these screenshots, them being 18 years old, is mentioned in their bio. And I also very clearly asked them for their age. I did not act inappropriately with this person and any attempt to equate these messages to grooming is not only disgusting, but is insulting to victims who actually experience grooming and still have trauma as a result. And then he had continued and said, once again, she was 18 years old, says she was 18 years old, and even had a boyfriend while she was friendly with me. This being warped into me being a groomer and the fact that she is and was 18 is scary and sad. And a huge reason as to why it is so hard to interact one-on-one with anybody online as a creator, especially people from within your communities. There's more. (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, he then, but then he did say that the screenshots were authentic. Um, then, you know, he had also said that the screenshots and the iMessage screenshots were false since his iMessage number is not linked to his TikTok. He had said part of this thread includes cringy flirt text messages. Again, when they were 18, that were supposedly from me, but Because it says that it is from their contacts when they go to my TikTok, this is impossible since I use a Google Voice number on my TikTok account, which doesn't have the ability to iMessage. The other information is false. This has unfortunately blown up into something that it simply isn't. Regardless, she was 18 years old and had 18 publicly available in her Twitter bio. What is Google Voice? I've... And my existence i have never heard of that then the last part of this whole thing he says my heart goes out to actual victims of pedophilia and grooming and again i am extremely sorry that it took as long as it did for me to reply i wanted to make sure i included everything this is all of the information i have but like past situations involving me i know people are going to run with whatever fits their narrative best so, yeah. <laughs> so that's what he said about that. And then um, there was another girl who came forward. Now, her name's Amanda. She had some videos on TikTok, and I was able to find them on Twitter. And so she was 17 years old as well. Now, she was like a huge fan of him, which is how these narratives usually go. So it had started around the course of, I think it was September 23rd and beginning of January. So this is like the uh, 2020 or 2021 to 2022 type thing. Um, You know, he had added her on Snapchat and was snapping her and whatever they do. Um, Then there was one point he had sent a picture of his lower region to the girl and also a very provocative video that I'm not going to get too much into because I was sincerely disgusted. (laughs) I I remember talking to my roommate about it and I'm like, how are people into that? (laughs) But I mean, I'm not, I'm not shaming anyone at all. I'm just, I'm very stuck. (laughs) Um, And then I know Amanda got, I mean, a lot of hate for it. 
And I know a lot of people are like, well, you never posted the screenshots. You never did this. You didn't post anything of proof. So how do we know it didn't happen? And even then, that's really none of their business. And I mean, I don't know if it happened or it didn't happen, but, you know, like I said, it, it only, or the people who only know about what happened is Dream and, you know, Amanda. So, yeah, um, but I know he was pretty, pretty, yeah, I, lost my train of thought in that. I am so sorry. (laughs) Um, But there is a lot of fans who kind of had uh, defended him. I'm currently on the hashtag, um, hashtag cancel dream. And someone had said, OMG, how are you going to spread misinformation and misuse terms in a space held by by people of color who have their own trauma from being victims? You are so unfocused and closed-minded to actually educating yourself on racism and how normalized it is because you want to cancel dream. So I don't... It's very well written out, but I have no clue what they're talking about. But... <clears throat> so, they're... There is a lot. Um, So someone had, you know, um, quoted some comments they saw like, oh, the grooming allegations were fake and she's lying to cancel Dream. And this person said, regardless of the authenticity of the thread, the way Dream handles things like this is actually disgusting. When Manatreed was accused of being an abuser, Dream went on to call people who believed the victim. So... Yeah, but I haven't heard really anything since, but I know um, this all came out after he had the face reveal, and I I think it was just really bad timing, or it's like a good opportunity to cancel someone, if you will. So, yeah, um, I wonder if there will ever be updates. I don't know. Um... Oh, somebody else had said, people trying to cancel Dream are brain dead. There's been no solid evidence of grooming. The girl's story does not hold up. In any case, the responsible thing to do is take no sides and wait for it to go to court as it appeared to be heading that way. Well, I know in Amanda's like posts and everything on Twitter, she had said that she was going to press charges. But I haven't heard anything about that, so I don't know if it went through or... You know, with how great the justice system is sometimes. I don't know if anything came out of it. Um, So, yeah. Um, So, stay safe out there. Um, This was pretty hard to get through. And I'm so sorry I rambled the entire time. (laughs) So, yeah. So, that is the end of the video. The video. You sound like a YouTuber. This is the end of this recording. Or this episode. There we go. (laughs) Um, This podcast was recorded at the studios of KALA-FM, St. Ambrose University. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of KALA Radio or St. Ambrose University. Thank you for listening in. 
I hope to have more topics coming in. I really hope. <laughs> so just keep your ears peeled and please do say, stay safe out there. It is a very dangerous world, especially for women as well. Not saying that men don't because men do too, but I think it's just a very cruel world out there. So yeah, do that. Stay hydrated. Eat healthy. Get enough sleep. Do not cry and stay up until one in the morning. You will regret it. I can't even open my eyes right now. And my eyes look very puffy, so. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. All right, bye.